For the moment, though, let's turn our attention to women in sport. We welcome uh, Kaz Naidu onto the show. She's no stranger to SAFM and SAFM Sports Special as a whole. She's the owner of G Sport for Girls. It's a lovely initiative that uh, really gives recognition and awareness to the women of our sporting world. To a certain extent, I'd uh, have to argue we live in a largely chauvinistic society and uh, maybe even more so in the sporting world, but G-Sport goes that extra mile to make sure that we have uh, that awareness and have the uh, time to uh, honour our woman in sport. Well, we're talking about the 2012 Spa G-Sport Award finalists that were announced. And having a look at the names, two Olympic medalists, South Africa's most capped athlete, its most celebrated Paralympian, and a pole fitness champion have made the cut for the 2012 Spa G-Sport Awards. Kaz, you must be smiling from ear to ear. Well, I am. And just listening to the way you put it, it just reminded me that we have actually you know, achieved a lot. Um, we have a lot to celebrate. And then on the flip side, there's just so much to do. So it's a very, very active and very thriving environment in women's sport. And I think the people who contribute to it have a lot to be proud of us. Oh, you certainly do. Having a look at uh, how you've put the uh, awards together, the list was trimmed to top three nominate, uh, nominees per category but uh, by the award judges. And uh, you got the finalists for uh, the Athlete of the Year. we got uh, Athlete of the Year with a Disability, Up-and-Coming Athlete as well. Uh, we've got the Style Star, the Woman of the Year, the Overall Woman of the Year, the Coach of the Year. And something very interesting for us, because Natalie Germanis, our uh, cricketing guru, is in the mix there, Woman in Media Award. It's a lovely award, Women in Media, because they are the people who um, really take the message of women's sport around, but also achieve in an environment like Natalie has as a radio cricket commentator. It's a male-dominated environment, and she's really made a mark. And congrats to her on her FAB award. And it just shows in this category there were 12 nominees, and Jane Bramley was the judge. And I said, Jane, it's your toughest assignment yet. And she really had a tough time, and, and well done to the three finalists there. Well, the names that have been put together by the uh, the awards judges, I mean, how do you choose between them? The Athlete of the Year, we got Bridget Hartley, Marsha Maresha, Caster Semenya in the mix there as well. Also, Athlete of the Year with a Disability, Ilza Hayes, Natalie Dutoy, Khotacha Monchadze, and uh, up-and-coming athletes as well. I'm sure we're going to be hearing more of these names as uh, the years roll by. Tasneen Amra, Tatu Makafola, and Lauren Vati. Well, the Athlete of the Year, the upcoming Athlete of the Year is a brand new award this year. And we thought it's important that youngsters are celebrated so they understand what it feels like to have that champion feeling and to sit next to someone like Nasty Detroit at the Spa G Sports Awards. What a feeling. But a great one is Tata Makafola. She's 17 years old. Um, she's in matric and busy studying. And she, I would say, is the next cast of Semenya. Oh. So um, this is awesome. It, it's great for women's sport. And the thing about the Star G Sport Awards, it's one day where we all get together for the only time probably in the year to talk and to network and, and to take women's sport forward. But every other day, people are working hard to make sure that um, our women athletes are doing well. So we're really looking forward to it. It's going to be a, a good day of celebration. Um, not so much razzmatazz. I think the entertainment is very much on the athletes in terms of um, their performances, and uh, we're look, really looking forward to it. Well, I, I must draw everybody's attention to the fact that there's a man among the nominees for the G Sport uh, mm-hmm. Coach of the Year. We've got Joseph Nkonza, Banyana Banyana coach there. Well, we've got... Um, t- 
It, it's great in the Coach of the Year category because we have three national coaches. So it's um, Elise Kotzer, who's the Spa Pro Tears Netball Coach, Joseph Mukondo, you mentioned, Banyana Banyana, and Yashim Ibrahim Hassan, who's the national coach of the Pro Tears Women's Team. And they've done well. They've become the first team to win on the subcontinent. Um, um, Mignon Dupree is, the, is the, the new captain. And, and there's a real energy in that team. And I think perhaps... What's happening with the men's team is rubbed off and everyone else in cricket and realize, well, actually, we can become the best. So I'm really looking forward to seeing which coach walks away with that award. Um, all three deserve nominees. Well, as we speak, I'm on the G-Sport uh, website, gsport.co.za, at the uh, 2012 Awards Voting Hall. I'm going to put up those details on our Twitter feed, SAFMSS. Enlighten us, though, Kaz. How long do we have to vote? Can can people vote as many times as they want? And uh, how long do they have to cast their ballot? Well, the final part of the campaign is really a popularity contest. Um, and that's why we have the judges, because the judges make sure that the top three, um, any one of them can actually are deserved winners. So um, in the end, you can vote as many times as you want. It shows us how good and how strong your brand is in terms of um, getting your influences in your communities to, to vote for you. Um, so we're open until midday on the 17th of November. And um, we're going to have secret voting, basically, we close down all the numbers from the 15th. So nobody knows what the numbers are anymore. And uh, lots of fun and games. But everything is, is really um, up to the nominees themselves, the finalists and, and the communities. And as you can see, the, the top category, I'm just having a look now, is the women in media category where 21,000 votes have been cast. So um, we've had over 50,000 votes to date and we've just had a couple of days of voting. Um, it's going to be really good to honor these women on the 20th. Well, I'm going to be extremely biased there and uh, cast my ballot several times for Natalie Germanis in the Women in uh, Media <laughs> Award. Did. That's a good colleague. That's what a good colleague does. Uh, of course, of course. Friends and uh, colleagues alike. Well, Kaz, it's always an absolute pleasure chatting to us on uh, SAFM Sports Special. We love having you on the show. And uh, you're forward with G Sport for girls. You are such a brilliant initiative and so vital to the development of sport, not only women's sport, but uh, sport in general in South Africa. We look forward to uh, the G Sport Awards and uh, oh, I suppose we'll chat to you once those uh, winners have all been announced. That's fantastic. Thanks so much for the support. I really appreciate it. Take care. Kaz Nadu, owner of G Sport for Girls, telling to us about the 2012 Spa G Sport Award finalists. Like I said, going to put up that uh, URL onto our Twitter page, the G Sport for Girls, the 2012 Spa G Sport Award Voting Gallery is up on our Twitter feed. SAFMSS is where it's at. Go in, cast your votes, and come on, support SAFM uh, Sports Special and our uh, alumni in South Africa in Brisbane. SAFM Sports Special with Nick Bauer. More than 100 performances and events in dance, cinema, theater, trade, visual arts, literature, music, science, sports, tourism, education and more make up the French season in South Africa, showcasing the rich set of collaborations between France and South Africa. Visit www.france-southafrica.com to find out all you need to know about the French season in South Africa 2012. SAFM is the official radio partner. Join me 
Kanyuma Kubane on Living Sounds on Sunday the 18th of November 2012, broadcasting live from the 5th SABC Crown Gospel Music Awards 2012 at the ICC in Durban. Tune in to Living Sounds between 6 and 8 p.m. when we will be bringing you the cream of the crop in the gospel music industry live from the red carpet. SAFM, South Africa's news and information leader. Janine Mitchell, South African Superbike Racer, and I'm one of the ambassadors for the Shake the World Millennium Bracelet Campaign, which aims to raise social awareness on the eight Millennium Development Goals, which are set by the United Nations in the year 2000. Though all eight goals are equally important and interlinked, the ones that are closest to my heart are Goals 2, which is to achieve universal primary education, and Goal 3, to promote gender equality and empower women. Because let's face it, primary education is a start where kids can make their dreams come true. And in goal three, as I compete in a male world, gender equality is important to me. Women can do what men can do. We just have to believe we can. We can make a difference. By wearing these colorful beaded bracelets, I'm pledging my support and commitment to helping my country achieve the MDGs through active citizenship. That's how I'm shaking the world. How do you shake the world? Shake, shake. This is SAFM. Quest for freedom. Tabo Mbuyelo Mbeki. After the April 1994 general elections, Tabo Mbeki was hand-picked by Nelson Mandela to be the first deputy president of the new government of national unity. This is SAFM. Robert Allenby, and you're listening to SAFM Sports Special. You certainly are, and uh, coming up in a moment or so, I've got a bit of a treat for you. We were going to chat to Bert Leclerc, uh, it's dad of Chad Leclerc, our uh, swimming sensation that bagged those medals at the 2012 Olympics, but we've got a bit of a treat. Chad himself joins us in a moment or so to chat about him bagging the 2012 SA Sports Star of the Year Award at the uh, 2012 SA Sports Awards that was held by the uh, Sports and Recreation Department this past Sunday. Look forward to that on SAFM Sports Special. But let's find out what happened in the cricket. What didn't happen in the cricket? No rain. I mean, no play as a result of rain. Second day. First test between the Proteas and the Aussies in Brisbane. Day two was a frustrating day for everybody concerned. Not a ball was bowled after incessant rain fell throughout the day. On day one, though, South Africa were in control of the match when they ended off the day's play at 255 for two after 82 overs. Hashim Amla was on 90 not out with Jacques Callis on an unbeaten 85. The pair had already added 136 runs for the third wicket partnership after Alvera Peterson had put on 64. He was caught by Michael Hussey at mid-on of the bowling of Nathan Lyons, but in general played a flawless innings, and one false shot proved to be his undoing in the end. His opening partner, Graham Smith, was dismissed early on. He was LBW to James Pattinson for 10 from 27. But Graham Smith's decision to choose to bat first certainly seems to have been the correct one. From Australia's point of view, they were poor with the ball. More often than not, they bowled too short and also a little bit too straight. And they seemed to just lack a little bit of intensity on day one. And South Africa took full advantage of that. But more than likely, Australia will come back fighting on day three. And they've had a lot of time to think about their strategies and try and pull themselves together. 
So from South Africa's point of view, though, it wasn't all good news. JP Germany sustained an injury that will keep him out of the game for three to six months. He ruptured his Achilles tendon in his left ankle after the day's play when they were going through some warm downs and doing some shuttle sprints. And unfortunately for JP Germany, he has to undergo surgery and then he'll be back on his way home. His surgery, though, is said to have gone well. The doctors are happy with his progress and he will stay in the hospital overnight and then in about three days he will have another visit from the doctor just to check that everything is okay and then will return to South Africa. For South Africa unfortunately that means they are a batsman light and also will be missing the spin services of JP Dumini. They didn't go in with the frontline spinner of Imran Tahir and we're going to use JP Dumini as their spinner for the test match but now that he is out injured South Africa will try and have to make up some of the overs with some of their makeshift bowlers so it's going to be a tough task ahead for South Africa but because one of the day's play was rained out it could mean that the pitch won't dry out as much and maybe the spinner might not even really come into it it all depends of course also on how the weather will be for the rest of the three three days the forecast is better for the rest of the three days but we could still have some more interruptions for South Africa they do they are going to be naming a replacement for JP Germany and at the moment it's the left-handed batsman Dean Algar from the Free State that is leading the charge there is a couple of other names that have been thrown in the mix like Ashwell Prince ironically if Ashwell Prince is to come back and replace JP Germany um, it will be a reverse of what happened in 2008 Ashwell Prince got injured in 2008 after he got struck on the hand by Mackay in the practice nets before the series had started and it was JP Dumini who replaced him in the team and ended up making that half century in Perth and then the 150 in Melbourne, which helped South Africa win that series. That would be certainly the ultimate irony. But it's at the moment, it seems that Dean Algar is leading the charge and they will more than likely make the decision either later today or tomorrow morning. So we await the start of day three and hopefully it will be a better day in terms of the weather. And it will be starting a half an hour early, so it starts at half past one South African time. Natalie Jamanis for SFM Sport. So unfortunate that there wasn't a chance for play today in that uh, first test between Australia and South Africa in Brisbane. And I suppose it's uh, even more chance now that we won't get a full result at the end of the day. Now, it's not very often that uh, I get to speak to a living legend, but uh, Chad LeClos, I'm trying to recall the last time that uh, we chatted to you on SAFM Sports Special, and uh, it was prior to the Olympics. And I hazard to say, you weren't such a big star. Uh, One thing that I have noticed that hasn't changed is that you're just so gosh darn humble. It's now I speak to you as the SA Sports Star of the Year. You're officially a millionaire because you bagged a million rand. And you uh, might be quite a popular man in Durban, I suppose, driving around in your brand new BMW. <laughs> hey, guys. How are you doing? Superb. Uh, yeah, I know. It's, it's, it's been crazy. You know, the last few months have been just, I mean, incredible. You know, I remember I remember actually speaking to you guys. And, um, yes, no, I don't think I was. <laughs> Nobody really knew I was, but I think... Uh, I mean, now it's hard to miss me with my my car's got my name on, so <laughs> it's a little difficult. Yeah, yeah, Chad. How much has life changed? You 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 seemed like this this bright young star that was going over bright-eyed, bushy-tailed to the London 2012 games. People expected big things from you, but they didn't expect you to beat the man, the living legend himself, Michael Phelps, and in the process become a living legend yourself. <laughs> I mean, yeah, you know, I think everybody that spoke to me, you know, before Olympics was always going to... I mean, I remember actually making a bet with one of my friends. They were saying, uh, we were, I don't know who we were saying, and they were like, uh, 
if you win, if you win the Turner Fly Olympics, like you knew, he's like, I'll name my children after you, even if it's a girl. <laughs> so I was like, okay, we'll take that bet. I mean, yeah, like I said, it's been crazy, you know. Since I've come back from London, I think everything in my life has changed. Not only, I mean, the public attention, but just like um, you know, training and everything, because I've been so busy uh, doing so many things, and I think. Uh, you know, it's, it's been difficult to manage that all. I mean, I'm all new to it. Um, but, yeah, I'm, I'm excited for the next, you know, four years. And I think you know, if I can keep this momentum going, I'm, I'm looking forward to, you know, hopefully have a successful Olympics in 2016. Yeah, you know, people forget that you are still so young and you've got at least two more Olympics left in you. Chad, you're talking about how life has changed. How many wedding proposals have you got? Huh? <laughs> no, too many. I, I can't keep count. Uh, <laughs> I think those have been more than the trick dance proposals. No, yeah, I was, of, you know, I was about to say. I'm not asking for a chick dance anymore, so I'm getting more wedding ones, but uh, <laughs> yeah, it's all good. Yeah, well, that's just a, an absolute um, prime example of your, your humility. I mean, you, you've actually you've said yes to a lot of those matric oh. dance uh, invites, eh? Sorry, hold on, sorry, I didn't catch up. <laughs> no, no, not at all. I said it just shows how humble you are. You actually said yes to a lot of those matric dance invites. Yeah, I know. It's. Uh, <laughs> I mean, it's been fun, you know. It's uh, like I say, when I went to Melanie's matric dance about a month and a half ago, you know, we had a great time. It was very, um, it was very different. I mean, uh, everyone was asking for photos and everything. So I mean, like I say, you know, I'm a normal guy. I'm not really, I'm not really used to all of this yet. But, um, but yeah, it's been fun. Okay, Chad, you've got a big responsibility though. You know, you went to the 2012 London Games as this bright young hope that's going to uh, bring South Africa glory in years to come. You've already done that. So many people are looking up to you now. So many youngsters are just wanting to be Chad Leclerc. How do you hope to take this newfound uh, fame, this newfound glory that you found through uh, your triumphs at the Olympics, and translate that into um, some positive development of South African swimming, South African sport at large? Yes, no, 100%. Um, you know, we've actually started with that. We've started with the foundation of my coach. We, um, we're starting to build little swimming clinics around well, South Africa. We started off in Turban and Amlazi and Komashi just to, you know, help promote the sport of the rural areas to, 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 you know, get a greater interest in the sport. And I think, you know, like, like, like what you said, you know, we've, we've done well and I think a lot of people, you know, hopefully want to be like us and young kids. So, you know, I have a few things that I want to achieve in the next four years and I think my, my ultimate goal is basically to, to, to increase the swimming in South Africa from 3,000 you know, registered swimmers to hopefully 10,000 because you know, I believe we, we can and we have, we have the talent you know, in South Africa. And um, look, I mean, we need, we need people to support us. We need the corporates, we need South Africa, we need, we need Sasquatch, we need South Africa to all get behind us. Um, not only me and, and Cameron and everybody else, but the, the youth team coming through. And I believe that, um, I believe that oh, they're going to start getting that done correctly. And um, yeah, I'm, I'm very excited. You know, I, I'm hopefully... Looking for another Olympics with uh, a lot of youngsters, you know, hoping to be like me. Um, yeah, I'm very humbled by that. All right, final question there, Chad. It's three and a half years, or not even three and a half years, until the uh, uh, 2016 Rio Games. A lot of stuff happens in between. When's your next big chance to uh, to go out and win some more silverware? Um, actually, it's a four-week time. <laughs> I'm uh, I'm competing at the World Short Course Champs, which is basically held every two years. Um, basically, for people that don't really follow swimming, it's like the Olympics all over again, in the in the short course pool, in the 25 meter pool, the school pools. So it's going to be really hectic. Um, I won that two years ago uh, when I was 18, so it's going to be difficult now that I've, I've won the Olympics and the Commonwealth Games. So it's kind of like 
there's a big target on my back now heading into these games. But yeah, I'm very, I'm very excited, and um, I think next year the, the long course worlds and of course the 20, 2014 Commonwealth Games in Glasgow will be very important for the country. So you know, hopefully in two years' time we can you know rake up some more medals and obviously beat the Aussies and, and everybody else again. That'll be great. No, it certainly will. Well, Chad, we'll leave you to it. A superstar you are. So humble. Uh, do us one favor, though. Can you stop calling me sir? Oh, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Chad LeClough, the man, the legend on SAFM Sports Special, joining us uh, about the SA Sports Awards star of the year that uh, he bagged at the SA Sports Awards last Sunday. Uh, a million bucks richer, now driving a BMW, and still yeah, realizes how important his victory has been for the development of swimming and sport in general in South Africa. Almost time for the news at four on SAFM Sports Special, but let's go on over to the Tswane uh, Derby between Amatux and Mamelodi Sundowns. Mo, there's been an absolute downpour here in Johannesburg, and I believe it's headed north. How's the weather up there? Can't be too far away, Nick, because uh, when we arrived here, it was absolutely balmy day. But uh, as we look out in the skies, uh, it's very grey, and the rain, as you mentioned, is imminent. In fact, the floodlights are on already. But I can tell you that uh, Mamalodi Sundowns are leading by a goal to nil. That goal coming in the 15th minute from uh, Anthony Lafour, the Liberian international. He was the man who scored the only goal as well when these two teams met in the telecom knockout. Now it's an equaliser! For Pretoria University, it took a rebound off of the Mamalodi Sundowns defender and uh, tucks are level. What a good time to cross to us after 29 minutes. Lafour getting the opening goal off the 15. A lovely curler from the left hand touchline. But tucks are level on the half hour mark. We really have a game on our hands here at the Chwani Stadium. It's uh, tucks one, Mamalodi Sundowns one. Oh, can't wait for more action in the next hour of SAFM Sports Special. We're going to give away the answer to our first quiz question as well. I'll play it for you one last time in this hour. Who is this? What are they talking about? I've had chances, uh, not recently too many, but, um, you know, 04 comes to mind, you know, um, 06 at Oil Lake, 07, Karnusti, I was, was up there. So I've had a couple of outside, outside, outside.